And who are we? That's one secret we'll always tell. You know you love us. XOXO. Gossip Guys. Gossip Guys here, your one and only podcast delving into the scandalous lives of Manhattan's elite. And welcome to Season 4, Episode 12 of Gossip Guys. The kids are not all right. Ooh, they are no, not. We were talking about this last week. Which one is the most fucked up? Okay. <laughs> None of them. They're all, I mean, they're all fucked they're up. They're all fucked up. No one's right. I feel like we kind of, I feel like we had a little agreement on Nate. He's kind of the most fucked up. Because I feel like we don't know if he's going to land on his feet. And Dan said, finally said it. Finally said it to Serena. Oh, yeah. You always land on your feet. You get every chance in the world, yeah. unlike everyone else in the world. And as always... <laughs> I'm Aaron, and that's Andy. That is me. And we're the Gossip Guys. We are, and uh, what is The Kids Are Not Alright a playoff? Uh, the Kids Are Alright. Ah. 2010 Mark Ruffalo classic. Annette Benning, I believe? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, Julie, uh, Julianne Moore. Yeah, and the kid from Josh Hutcherson, I think, the guy who was in Hunger Games. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Oh, and Shailene Woodley, I think, as well. Ooh, all right. Yeah, so okay. we young... I don't, I don't think I've ever... I've seen bits and pieces of the whole thing. The kids were clearly all right because about. they became franchise... And <laughs> also, uh, it's also a... Uh, it's a Who song, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, okay. that sounds... That's that's probably where it that's came where from. Yeah. Like, oh, that's a song we'll yeah. use for the movie. Um, but yeah, so you didn't finish it? No, I don't think I've ever seen the whole thing. It's, like it's, it's a good movie, yeah, but I, I mean, movie. I watched it during Oscar season that year because I think Annette yeah, Bening was nominated. Like it was Oscar, AP, yeah, I think yeah. It, yeah, it was it was a good movie. I really liked it. Yeah, there's um, good indie stuff these days. Yeah. Well, that's everything's a, comic books nowadays. So. Well, I mean, indie stuff now. I was reading a there's like a really good article on Grantland, or I guess Grantland no longer exists. Uh, yeah, they kind of. What's the, what's the, I can't think of their new, their new name. It doesn't bode well for them. I don't know. But basically, it's like, well, it, it doesn't matter what the article was. It was essentially about how Netflix and Amazon is basically changing independent film forever because they're basically buying them from the festivals and then showing them immediately yeah. rather than the theatrical release, which it has its plus and minuses, right? Well, the plus is it's sometimes more people to get to an indie movie. You right, know, more it, people get to see it yeah. now, but there's no such thing really as an independent kind of. There are still, but it's cool. not the same thing when you're like dealing with a Netflix. No, but that is still an independent movie. It's just right. whoever buys it buys yeah, yeah. it. You know, I mean. And from what I can tell, they're actually very supportive. Like they don't want to change your movie. They just yeah. they, like they just want content. They buy it right off after yeah. the festival. Yeah. Um, there's some good indie stuff right now. Uh, there's also there was also an article. Uh, the Richard Gere's new movie called Norman. You heard of this? Oh, I, I heard about it. Yeah. yeah. Is it any it good? Sounds, I've heard it's great. I really want to go see it. They're saying, like, it's his best role in ages. You're, like, a, you're, you're a big gearhead, right? Is that well, a gear guy. <laughs> well, I like gear. I, you know, I don't think I liked him. But I, I feel like I've had a more of a gear renaissance lately. You know? I, I know. As, I as a, a kid, I wasn't really into it. But, like... I have a gear blank spot, I would say. Like, I haven't okay. watched... Like, uh, you've never seen Primal Fear? No. Oh, no, I know. Dude. I haven't seen that or one what's that? his famous one? Pretty like, Woman? No, I've seen that one. Okay. The, the one... Officer and Gentleman. That one. Okay. Yeah, the sexy one. There's I mean, Pretty also, Woman is a sexy one as well. There's one, uh, I want to say it's called Internal Affairs with Andy Garcia. Oh, I didn't I see that. that. That's a good yeah. one, too. All right. Uh, but yeah, this sounds... It's All like right, so like we're a, talking about Richard Gere today. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Nor- everyone's going to see Norman. They're saying it's... it's, it's <laughs> you haven't seen it and you're going to recommend it. Everyone's saying it's a star turn, you know? Well... Here's the thing, guys. Hollywood is is a uh, what's the word? Ageist. So when you get old, it's hard to get the parts. 
So when it comes up a, a good, you know, he's yeah. Richard Gere was like one of the biggest stars in like yeah. the eighties. Yeah, and now 90s. he's old. And yeah, he's old. Yeah. It happens. Yeah, Grace and Frankie. That's what we're we're sporting yeah. them. Yeah. Yes, good we're, job. We're sporting old people this yeah. week, and we are all, we have some exciting news today. We do. We have big news. Yes. We have opened a T-shirt store. Do I get free stuff in Burbank? No, do it's get, online. Do I get free stuff? Aaron, you might get, like, a free shirt. That's all. I'm cool. The fans, we'll figure it out. Maybe we can figure out some giveaways. Yeah, yeah. let's do that. But basically, on TeePublic, TeePublic.com, that is T-E-E-P-U-P-B. B. 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 It's a B. B as in boy. As in the the kids, one of the kids that aren't right. (laughs) Let's do that again. TeePublic, T-E-E-P-U-B-L-I-C.com slash stores slash gossip. Dash guys, and we we've we've curated a selection from T Public's uh, wares, uh, all of our favorite shows, the ones we talk about a lot, including Buffy, Vampire Diaries, Dawson's Creek, Thirteen Reasons, Nine Hundred Two Hundred. I mean, Gossip Girl, obviously. Well, obviously we got yeah. we got a few great ones There's there. A good, what would Blair Waldorf do? Oh, that's a classic. Yeah, and the the Mother Chucker line yes. has got one, and then uh, there's a lot of Buffy uh, and Thirteen Reasons Why as well, and. and also, which we're very excited about, and we hope you guys take us up on this, but you are able to, as a fan or as just a human being, upload your own uh, design to the store, and then you would get you get a percentage of the profits. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Public yeah. prints it, ships it. They do all the hard work. You just get to create. Yeah. Yeah. You get to do, you know, make a fun Gossip Girl shirt or a teen drama shirt of any kind. Shipping room has their own. Yeah. Now we're here. All right. What would Aaron and Andy do? There's a good shirt. Someone <laughs> make that. That's like a, a complicated answer. Yeah. Like there's two, two separate shirts. What would Aaron do? What would Andy do? No, like or like the Andy. back is like yeah. a big like a list yeah. of like okay. It'd be like what would Aaron do? And the back is Andy wouldn't do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then, but still ends with both of us in like the Serena prison photo. Yeah. Yeah. As it should be. Yeah. As it should be. Uh, But yeah, so we're very excited about that. And it's right now, uh, today and tomorrow, and that is May 1st and May 2nd, 30% off site wide on Mm -hmm. TeePublic. They're doing a promotion for us. They extended the sale for Gossip Guys. So, oh god, so much pressure! So much pressure! So, guys, <laughs> please, please buy something. It's the summer. You need T-shirts. Yeah. You know, it's time to get rid of those coats. You, you got to, listen, You got Mother's Day coming up. You got Father's Day. Get some gifts for the parents. Mothers and fathers love Gossip Girl right. shirts. It's been proven, and you know, it's also been proven. The kids are not all right, and that's happening every week on Thirteen Reasons Why. Uh, I guess not every week. It's just all at it's once. All, yeah. But uh, but yeah, I've watched a couple more. Do we want to talk what, about? Uh, yeah, what episodes are you in? I, I watched five and six. We're so right five right. was Courtney's tape, and now that I'm saying Courtney's name, I have no idea who that is. But no, uh, <laughs> uh, it Courtney is terrible. Oh no, Courtney is the the Asian. Oh, the smart Asian girl. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. The the she's afraid of her sexual orientation. Essentially, like she. Has lesbian tendencies, yeah. but her her parents are are gay. So it's like, and yeah, she doesn't. I guess yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, I guess. It's, I guess, yeah. You, like in a way, I can see. No, it makes yeah. sense uh, why she's. I mean, she's afraid of it also, just because apparently this school is just the worst. So as we know, so like, there's no support network for anyone. Like <laughs> the counselor is telling you the school's the worst. It's just like the geez. counselor's kind of trying, but not really. I mean. So I'm, I'm excited. I think he must have a tape, right? 
uh, the counselor. He's got to have a tape. Oh, There's something, tape. something, he, something. The, the, the Chipotle guy has a tape, probably. All right, everybody's got a tape. Everybody's got it. Yeah. I don't even know who the Chipotle guy is. But, uh, but yeah, so Courtney, uh, I mean, this was another kind of just a bummer of an episode. You keep thinking Hannah's going to get a friend, and then... No, it's sad, isn't it? Yeah. No wonder. No, no. <laughs> I mean, Jesus, they're just awful. They're awful kids. Well, I mean, basically my note for this entire show, and this happens in Gossip Girl too, and I think in real life, but nobody knows how to talk. No one knows how to like basically. Everyone's afraid to talk to 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 say like. There's so many lies on this show. It's not just so. There's so many lies, but it's also it's very hard to talk when I think everybody is so involved with their own stuff. It's like it's hard to talk about your stuff. You know what I'm saying? So it's hard to like open up because do they really care? Because they're just so they're dealing with their own shit. And, and I mean Hannah kind of does open up. She's maybe on the show the only one who kind of does to people and she does it very quickly and then she, she gets tries. burned yeah, for it. Yeah, and, uh, and that's kind of gonna, is her downfall, I guess? I don't know. Like, it's, uh, I still, it's, downfall, but it's, it's not her, I mean, it, yeah, downfall. right. Uh, I'm Team Andy, the, uh, the, the dad of Hannah, although he, okay. he bought her a car for like just a random, yeah, da- no, that was a little bit too much. Yeah. Uh, but like the parents are interesting. Like I, I think they actually are like good parents. And I think that's kind of, I mean, from what I've seen so far, it's not like they're awful humans. No, that they're are, not. They're just trying, they're just trying the thing, to grapple as I think the number one thing that's, you know, always a problem with couples is monetary reasons. And I think that brings out so much more stress. I mean, it didn't seem like their family had a crazy amount of monetary issues. I mean, yeah, the drugstore isn't doing huge, but, like, he was able to trade out the car for for a better one, right? Yeah, but that's just credit. <laughs> that's you credit. know, that's credit. So it's still, like, you know. I mean, I don't. I didn't get that vibe, at least not so far. But, I mean, I think it – I mean, they're they're struggling, looking for answers, and, and that's one of the things with a suicide or any tragedy. There's not necessarily an answer, and that yeah. might be where this show is headed, which is I, – I could will obviously be a frustrating thing. I'm like, I don't know. What, what is an answer for this, like, a reason why? Like, 13 reasons why, There's I suppose. There's reasons why, but I, I, I think we, we'll, we'll – we get the reasons. I think what we – do we just – I mean, you want justice for this girl. You want – well, but that's a, like, that that word is like this like dangerous buzzword where yeah. it sounds like what does that mean? Like, do you want to get turn on your tights and and just punch people because you're Batman? Like, that's kind that's, of I mean that that's the feeling you get. That's what you want to do, but that you can't do that. Um, but I think that they just they want her. You kind of just want her death to, I guess, mean something. Well, I mean, we all yeah, you know, do it's right. Like, her life should have meant something, but it just, you know, and it, it was it, cut it, short. Cut short, right. So and, you, and it's all these things that are just so, I mean, they seem minor or they're not, I mean, they're big for her. They're big yeah. for a school. I get it. But it, it, when you're watching it, and the, it's like, it's like, but. And that's because we're older and we know that now, but kids don't. And, well, and I hope they're getting from that. It's like, you can so, turn on, like you can move on. High school isn't your entire life. Yeah. And if it is, I mean, that's a whole different problem. Um, but yeah, so I watched. Courtney's tape and I watched Marcus's tape. Another, like, it's like, oh, yeah, they're great about, like, okay, they just keep, sh- yeah, Marcus, uh, he was the worst. Like, they keep doing, like, oh, we, we like this person, and then... They just turn on you, man. Yeah, he basically was being handsy in the, yeah. the whatever, Worst diner, and, and he made her have two milkshakes by herself while he's hanging with the boys. Yeah, what a bag. What a, uh, what a bag. <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking bag. 
But I, did you do these like uh, dollar Valentine things? Did you ever do those? No, I no, I don't think I ever know. It wasn't a dollar Valentine, but it had it was something similar where you you fill out a sheet and then you did get like names okay. of your compatibility. But it was never no one would, like they didn't give numbers out. Like I think that is like a crazy thing. Like I don't think a school would just like well, hand out numbers. I, you know, I don't. I I don't know if it's if you're like, especially for the the woman. Do you want just like thing, every guy? I don't know if it's a real thing or not, but I feel like in a lot of teen shows, there's always a book that has the numbers of all the kids in the school. Right. I <laughs> well, don't have that. I never saw it. So. Well, I mean, there is, but it's like not. They don't have access to it. I mean, yeah. Yeah, but like it just that seemed like a little bit big of a leap, and it led to obviously. Well, it's kind of like in a nine hundred two zero. Donald Martin graduates. They're going through a book of everybody they know of, like all these photos. So it's like, how'd they get that? It's somewhere. They just, I guess, somewhere, yeah, some, somewhere in the office somewhere. Someone on the inside. Yeah. That's one of the reasons why. Um, Who's your favorite character so far? Do you have a favorite character? Honestly, it, it's uh, it's Tony, Tony or, or, or Tony. New Dan. Because New Dan, at least, I don't hate him right now. Not yet. I mean, but I'm, I'm just like, just I mean, speaking of people who need to talk, like, just, I, I know it's hard to yeah. reveal your feelings, but I mean, you're just watching it and it's just like, come on, man. I, you know, but you're. Come on. Sometimes, I mean, just parents don't understand, so you can't... You well, I don't mean that. I meant, like, to Hannah. Yeah, I know. Just Clearly, yeah. uh, just... just they were dancing. Like, yeah. he, he... It's... Ob- uh. But it also the is what makes is it... The music is great, isn't it? The music is great. Yeah. yeah. The... I think it was a Fantagram for this episode was the big one that they played yeah. during the dance, like, Tony, yeah. Tony's DJ that thing. That was great. Yeah, that was... Oh, God. It's a, it's a, it's a very haunting soundtrack. Um, but there was a line in this episode that said, maybe there aren't any good kids. That was a line. I forget who said it. And I think that like it goes back to the kids are not all right. It goes back to all these things. And I think that's maybe why part of me doesn't like this show because I think that's just such a cynical, awful message. Like there are good kids. Like not everyone is a fucking awful person, even in high school. Yes, but – But I guess it's like a good, good kid doesn't kids, make a good yeah. show. But I, Also, but, like, those good kids are – not, I mean, not hard to find, but they're hard to, yeah, they're hard to find. They're hard to come out of their shell. Like nobody knew you were good because you were always quiet back in the day. Yeah, no, it's true. I mean, yeah. I was new Dan probably. Yeah, I mean, you I, know? and it's one of those things Yeah, maybe there was a girl that had the same, like a the similar Hannah thing that I just didn't say anything in high school. Who knows? But she didn't kill herself and give me a tape. So I don't uh, know. Yeah. You don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> But what I was gonna oh, what was I gonna say? Oh, but like the, on the flip side of that is a lot of these shows where there are good kids, they're actually really not. Like uh, Rory on Gilmore Girls, like she she is a good kid for a lot of the time, but like she treats no, Dan no, like no, shit. No, those those and I mean those women are awful. <laughs> and here's the thing, I didn't realize that until like watching it like a second time. Yeah, like, no, I, I they re- just I don't. It's just. I don't know what it is. It feels like the men are just disposable to them. Well, I mean, why not? But th- th- what it is is they are completely, and and it's this is I'm going to go to Dawson too, self absorbed. Like they they basically exist on their own universe, yeah. Rory and, and Lorelai, and nobody else really matters. They're all kind of they are yeah but they're all pawns that, kind of thing. But that's the show though, right? We got we got we got a cat. We got, we got in the, guys. <laughs> we got a cat in the drawers. <laughs> uh, that is the show because I mean it is called Gilmore Girls, so it is their view on life and right. also I don't want to say codependent, 
but that's they're they're supposed to be these two people together. It's them against the world. That's what it's always been, and that's what Lorelai's always wanted. That's what Lorelai made it out to be. Even exactly. Against her parents. Lorelai makes it out to yes. be. That's the key word. Usually, like the problems they have it's are Lorelai's really world. Yeah, yeah. That's what it is, and she made it that way because that's what she wanted. Because she rejected her mother's world so much, and now she's just she wants to force that on everyone else, essentially on Rory. Um, but I mean, but like what you said, us against the world. I always, I mean, the dangerous part of that is just like, okay, it's we're, we all. It's like it's this opposition, this force. Like we have to fight against the world. Like why can't we? Let's be friends. We gotta. Doesn't have to be verses. Batman versus Superman. No, it should be it should be Batman and Superman. Right? I don't know why it was Batman. That doesn't make any sense. We went from super friends to Batman versus Superman. All right, that says everything about the world. And now we're all coming together. Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. Um, but like, I guess Justice League. Oh, it's gonna be a shitty movie. Um, There's your review, guys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I think maybe we could talk about Gossip Girl now. Are we ready? Yeah. Oh, there's some trivia. Oh. Ooh. Well, I here we go. Perfect. Bring us back in. Uh, I hope people are watching 13 Reasons Why. I, I think they are. Yeah, everyone is. Everyone. That's what we heard. Uh, at the end of the episode, Sarita is shown wearing the same pair of boots that Jenny is seen wearing in episode 10 of the season. Wow. Yeah. I didn't catch it. No. I'll be honest. I know. That's a good trivia. Yeah. If anyone caught that out there, you guys win. You can host the episode, host the show for a week. Yeah, let's give him a free shirt first. <laughs> take my job. <laughs> no, we're, we're giving him your job. Um, so okay, so we ha- we're starting a new arc, a new yes. thing. Russell Thorpe. Russell Thorpe, uh, the first black man on the Upper East Side. Not, I mean, is it kind of okay? And well, it's it's. I mean, it's only noticeable because the Gossip Girl is the white. most white show. Yeah, well, that is the Upper East Side, though. So you can't. Uh, I mean, unfortunately, yeah. but this is. I mean, it's good to see. Some color on the show. I mean, I guess the Vanessa. No, there was and the she's FBI go- agent. The FBI agent that was getting Nate's dad. He was black. Okay, and well, I mean, there and there was. I mean, there was the bartender Bar- for for Chuck's uh, for Chuck's uh, thing that his business uh, venture okay. that failed. But right. that was that wasn't that was in Brooklyn. Oh yeah, what was his name? He was cool. He had a cool name. I liked him. Vanessa was friends with him, wasn't he? He was a good guy. He but he trusted Chuck, and that was yeah, the end. Yeah, I can't trust Chuck these days. Can you trust anyone on the show? No, no. Not even Eric. Oh, Eric. Eric had some great power moves today. Just wearing the cufflinks and showing up to the party was my favorite moment of the episode. Maybe like he's just like I remember Judge Stevens left his cufflinks. No, you're. You, no. I feel like you weren't into it. No, I'm sorry. I'm with Lily still. I'm still with Lily. I get it. I I, I understand what she is doing. Everything she well, has I mean, done to protect Well, I mean, you know children. more about what's happening in the, in the future here. I, I mean, mean, I'm just I'm focused on this, this episode. Just this episode. I, this episode, I, Lily comes out much better than last week, obviously. But, I mean, there's still, like, why doesn't, again, I mean, it's the same thing as the fucking 13 Reasons Why. Why can't we have some fucking transparency? Why can't we actually talk to our children and say what you're doing so they don't assume the worst because nine times out of ten, you are the fucking worst? Don't you think she would have learned that if she keeps secrets from people, it, especially your kids, it's going to blow up in her face in the boardroom or in the party? Like, it's happened 24 times on the show. Aaron, come on. Talk to your children. Anymore? You just let it out. Let it out. <laughs> let it out. Um, kids are on a need-to-know basis. That's – no, that's that's not the lesson that we, sh- we should be learning on here because 
the more they know, then they won't be acting like they won't be having to do these schemes. I, I, I think they will, though. Well, maybe th- maybe these particular people. Yeah, these people still want to go a step ahead. But um, but I mean, in this, it's just it, it's so easily. I mean, it's it's so easily could have been avoided if she just like. Chuck and her having that conversation where he's like, oh, Russell Thorpe is going to buy the company. He's very excited. Lily says nothing because, oh, it made him excited. And, and But, like, that – her just being an idiot ruined everything. I mean, yes, they all d- ruined something he at the said, party. don't tell me. I already know. So <laughs> he was being the asshole, by no, the way. Right. No. But, like, that's, like, one of those moments where, like, if you say something like, you know, I already know. Like, if I do make an Andy prediction and I'm just like, oh, yeah, yeah. Chuck's gossip girl. Don't tell me you already know. I mean, I guess with the show, you wouldn't tell me. <laughs> but if there was like something where obviously, like, dude, it would hurt you not to know this, I would tell you. Like, I'm going to, I can't come up with a real life example, <laughs> but like, there are so many things. Like, like, I don't know. Like, oh, I really like this girl. And then, but like, I knew that she doesn't like you. you would you want me to be? And you're like, but I already know she likes me. Don't tell me. I'm going to ask out right. M. And I'm just like, no, no, M doesn't. She told me. You, don't you want to know that? Yeah. Instead, it'll come up at a party, and it's gonna be awful. Well, that's what always happens at a party. Ah, <laughs> uh, God, those are reset parties. But I mean, I guess maybe we should do some backpedaling here. Um, um, let's let's just talk about Nate and the captain. Let's do their story because that's kind of a little easier to tackle. It does okay. it does connect in the end. Yeah, having a good time, man. He is. Playing Wii Tennis with the Maids, which dates this show. Doesn't sound that bad. <laughs> Doesn't sound that bad. I love how Nate is jealous. Is he stealing all Nate's thunder? No. Um, I understand why Nate's mad. No, Nate wants his father to be fucking responsible. <laughs> Have a fucking job, yeah. yeah. But to, to be fair, like like Nate said, he's, he's been in jail, yeah, for, a in jail for a while. So yeah. But it's not the face that you want. It's not the face of a father who's trying to make your son or make your son feel proud of him, right? Like he's skipping interviews to go to a party because I still have friends and he still won't let Nate win at a race. The captain's in great shape, this guy. Yeah. Yeah. The thing is like Chase Crawford looks like he's in great shape, but he's probably never run in his life. I guess. I mean, he plays lacrosse, I guess. Yeah. Um, just for his charities. He, like, there. sprays a little, like, just something on him to make it look like he's just worked out. Just in, like, a, like a night. Yeah, just a glisten look. Yeah, kind of like the glimmer in uh, Twilight. Mm. Like, like a... I need that. You, you want that? Yeah. I, I always have that. I so, I'm always glistening. But it's, like, too much glisten. There's, there is <laughs> There's such thing as too much glisten. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Chase Crawford has never made that mistake. Yeah, just enough. But I do, I, I do, it was fun to see Captain and Nate running again because it, it may have brought me back. That was in the pilot. Yeah. And I, it, it, it you all the feels? I, I mean, feels? there was no, yeah. no feels really, but it, it reminded me of our, our pilot and it brought it all full circle, you know, nothing changes. Yeah, nothing does. Yeah. And then, yeah, as like the captain, we uh, run after women. <laughs> yeah, he, I I can't I can't tell if he was him. actually like working like if his charm was working on that one. That just seemed like he was trying way too. He was just running after like excuse me, excuse me. After after jail, you gotta you gotta try a little harder. That's true, that's true. But yeah, I mean, I guess when you have the maids, that's fine. Um, <laughs> nothing else to really say about the captain. Um, he's getting a job. He gets a job. I mean, we can say that. I mean, it goes to the end of the Chuck Lily craziness. But yeah, Russell Thorpe uh, wants him to run the finances of his firm, which seems like a bad idea. A little fishy. Well, I mean, does that mean Russell Thorpe is dirty or is he just an idiot because he doesn't know that the captain 
just came out of jail. Like, it, I, no, he knows everybody. No, he knows. But like, how do you make that decision? Even if okay, he wants him to cook the books or he wants him to fudge some money up. Isn't that just an obvious thing to do? You hire the guy who'd done that before. Like that, just like it just seems like you're not surprising anyone, or it just doesn't seem like the best businessman decision. Even if you're a want to be a criminal, hire someone a little bit. Not as yeah, fresh out of jail. Like yeah. literally yesterday, he was in jail. Know, Today, I'm going to hire him as he sells connections. And does he? This is what he does. Yes, because he does now. Because same thing. Like kind of. Well, now that he's man. back in. Now that he's back, and so like like and got rid of him. So now she's back in it. Now he's going to get back with Russell Thorpe, who's coming to take over New York. Right. Well, now that so he now, has a job, he'll be back in. Yeah. People happily do it, and it gives him a little mystique, I guess, in terms of ooh, you've been in jail. Let's talk about Russell Thorpe for a minute. Okay. I'm. A, I. I as we all know, I'm a huge fan of Michael J. Fox. So anytime we see a Spin City alum, I get excited. Okay, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. I like, I like yeah, yeah. Michael Boltman. I think he's, he's going to be good at this. You know? Uh, he, he brought nice energy to the show. Yeah, he has gravitas. Yeah. Well, and I just want... I'm cool with him destroying Bass Industries. <laughs> I'm cool with it. But why? Eh. Well, why does he want to destroy Bass Industries? Well, there was a, clearly some past things. It's He had sex with Lily. There's that. Ooh, that was a. F- she was on the list. We had some good times. Yeah, good times and just horrible times with the kids. Yeah, they tried. They had a little little breakfast. But are you trying to fish out a? They didn't have any breakfast. I was so mad at all the wasted food again. Come on, there's so many croissants. Croissant. They look great. They look chocolate filled. Ooh. Which, if you want, that's 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 a quick way to my heart. Yeah. Uh, but we we talked too much about. Oh, we're, uh, speaking of food, we're getting mail food after the next episode. Oh, okay, good. Made so the order. We'll be eating while the yeah. audience can't. We made the order. Uh, you want me to tell you what it is, or you want to be surprised? Ooh, surprise me! Surprise okay. me! I'm always in for a surprise, okay. uh, but I'm predicting bagels. Yes. <laughs> yes. And more. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. I know. You still want me to tell you? <laughs> no, I don't. Well, okay, so, I mean, is there more to talk about with Russell Thorpe? I mean, I like, I mean, yeah, clearly he was spurned by Bart Bass in the past. That's what he said. He said, I mean, if we can take his word for it, that he kind of kicked him out and... Yeah, I can see yeah. Bart doing that. That sounds now, like Bart. how do you feel about his daughter, Raina? Well, again, it was, it's nice to see more people of color on the show. And she, she's interesting. She's like, she seems like female Chuck. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, and and I I do like I like it too. It's fun. Yeah, Reyna is a good name. Yeah, uh, makes me think of Nashville, Connie Britton, uh, Spin City, right? Yeah, yeah see? see, we are. See? Yeah, it's it's, uh, it's all because that's my Fox. <laughs> he is the center of this podcast and every yeah. podcast and the universe, as it should be. Yeah, uh, yeah, he's the man. Uh, but anyway, I yeah, I, I mean, I liked that she she basically played Chuck. So hard in that first meeting, Chuck assumed she was an assistant. Which what an now, asshole! Really, did she know it was Chuck Bass? She had to, right? He said, "Yeah," but then she was like, "Who are you?" <laughs> I think I think she knew. Yeah. I think she's one I, of those people. Yeah, I mean, she's basically Chuck Blair Bass. Waldorf with I a mean, job. They, they, listen, they came to New York for a reason, so she always knew who Chuck Bass was. It seems kind of like they maybe had a scheme in mind when they came here, but it, it was almost like they just fell into it so perfectly that it was like. They were almost like, oh, we didn't really have this plan, but now we're going to destroy you. It's like, because it was just like, it can't be that perfect, but it was. But they they were playing them like puppets. Yeah. I mean, once they saw the squabble, 
they call up whoever the mysterious yeah. buyer is, who I wanted to know who that was, but clearly doesn't he doesn't exist yeah. really. But like we don't, yeah, he doesn't matter. But but yeah, Russell the Buckleys. The ooh the Buckleys that'd be great. But yeah, I mean Thorpe like one Bass slash Vanderwoods and zero like oh yeah destroyed sure. them maybe two. Uh, but I mean it was I mean we'll talk about part two with the Reina like basically coming at the end and basically be like hey I got the limo let's do this let's. I, I can. Why, why can't I just want it to be that easy? I can separate. Why can it never be that easy. <laughs> it's why not going to be that easy, Aaron. I know it's not going to end well. I don't need this need to end well. That's why I don't need it to end well. <laughs> <laughs> you just, you just I want. I need to start easy. You know, just you know, just gonna wait five minutes and make a decision. That's all. Down. The limo's running. Yeah, you got five minutes. Uh, she can separate business with pleasure. As you should be able to. I don't think they will end up being able to. I think I think she can. I don't know if Chuck can. Interesting. Yeah. That I mean, that kind of happened with Blair, and maybe there's more of that. Maybe there's a lesson to be learned. But that can you separate the two, church and state. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I've never had that kind of. I mean, I guess there's been vague situations where that comes into play. I think it's well, it's, it's hard. Essentially, it's essentially you have you have to have I don't want to say meaningless, but somewhat emotionless, emotionless sex with someone that you're working with yeah. is what you're saying. No, I mean I've never never done that. No. But would you be able to? That's the question. Probably not. Okay. I mean, let's be honest. Uh, I mean, it it'd probably it'd be. Fun to maybe try that, I guess. I don't know if I'm in like the Chuck Bass mindset if I was playing that fantasy, but I don't know. I mean, is emotionless sex that great? No, but then what's the point? Just having fun, just having a good time. Yeah, I mean, and see, that's the thing. It's never really that emotionless because you you are having sex because you actually like this person. Which is something you work with. You know this person already. Right. So it's That's why like, it it's fails work, miserably. Because yeah. yeah. this person's going to always be there and you're going to start to like them more if you're having sex with them. Yeah, I mean, uh, just ask Meredith Grey. Didn't work out. Or did it work out? No, or did it work it did, out? It did, it did. It did work. It was beautiful for a, for a while. I, I watched Grey's Anatomy for a little bit. For the first two seasons and now it's at what? 14? Uh, we're at 13, 14, 13. Oh, man. And you're you're still watching? I Listen, man, I've tried every year to quit Grey's. I can't. What's wrong with you? I I, I, I relate. To, I am a Meredith. I am 100% a Meredith. You I don't know? know what that means. Where it's just like, I, you know, you're kind of annoying. dark and, dark and <laughs> twisty and kind of don't understand societal rules and stuff. And Is that where she, I mean, I guess that's where she went. I don't know. If, was she that at the beginning? Yeah, yeah, no, that's, yeah. She was dark and twisty? Yeah. Yeah, you know, and I thought yeah. she was just whiny. No, no. You are whiny. No, you're not. Um, you know, you need that that other person, that Derek, to pull you out of that. You know, who's like. So you're looking for your Derek. Aren't we all? Aren't we all? Yeah. yeah. Um, I dressed up as McDreamy for one Halloween in college. I used to dress him like just regular. All the time. <laughs> Would I, you have the scrubs? No, not the scrubs, <laughs> but I did like I had like the uh, the over sweater with like the the collared shirt and okay. had a lot. Hair was long. Well, I mean, you grew up with Patrick Dempsey. You're, I mean, I big do, fan. I do love Patrick Dempsey. Can't buy me love. Right? <laughs> with honors. That movie Can't Buy Me Love has some problems, but it's a fun movie. God, uh, it was the '80s, man. <laughs> <laughs> different time, all right? And it was just a business transaction. That's all it was. 
Business and pleasure. Again, it all comes back, I guess. Um, let's talk about fucking Serena and Dan and Blair. Why don't you... I heard you have a passage to read oh, about Oh, do we love. want a, a passage to read about love? Yeah, because we're going to talk about Serena and Dan. Let's, let's, you know... That's what it is. Isn't that what it is? All right. It, is it love? Yes. All right. So this is a, a passage from this fantasy series that I'm reading uh, by Patrick Rothfuss. Uh, the Kingkiller Chronicle, and it's a trilogy, and this is The Wise Man's Fear, the second book. It's, it's great. It's wonderful. It's uh, very romantic, actually. You would, you would like it. Uh, it's, uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda is actually adapting it okay. for a franchise uh, thing. But it's, I mean, it's basically about love of music and art as well as women. But like, and there's also the fantasy you know, kind of magic and shit beyond that. But honestly, it's more... To me, what the stuff that gets me is that kind of the romantic language. The yeah, yeah. Oh, it's not that. Sh- I mean, it's it's. I mean, it is, but the Josh it works. We'll, we'll we'll see. We'll see if this please, Josh. Please. Uh, so this is a. This is about love. Uh, it had flaws, but what does that matter when it comes to matters of the heart? We love what we love. Reason does not enter into it. In many ways, unwise love is the truest love. Anyone can love a thing because. That's as easy as putting a penny in your pocket. But to love something despite, to know the flaws and love them too, that is rare and pure and perfect. I like that. Yeah. I like that. I thought you might like that. Yeah, I get it. I don't know if I agree with all of it, but I I like, I mean, the unwise love, we talk a lot about with Chuck and Blair with that, where it's clearly not... It's clearly not a wise love, this relationship. But, but the it, heart wants what the heart wants. Right, and they and they do know each other's flaws, and it works. And I don't know, I don't think, I mean, do Dan and Serena, like, that doesn't make me think of Dan and Serena. No, I think I, it did. It does? Yeah, because yeah. I feel like he he knows her flaws, and yet he still can't help. Right, I mean, and he, it. and he said that a, a bunch of times where he's like, it's my fault because yeah. I keep thinking you're going to be here on time or I keep thinking you're going to actually say what you're going to do. No. Yeah. And and she's she apologizes but knows that it doesn't mean anything. You can only apologize so much. What are, I mean, we know Dan's flaws in terms of him as Gossip Girl and like as a horrible secret <laughs> human, but what are his flaws that Serena would have to forgive? Because I mean... Dan I mean, with Serena is honestly pretty. I mean, he's maybe overbearing and maybe he's still judgy. But he doesn't. Does he judge Serena in the same way that he judges everyone else? I think so I think he still does. He did a little bit, and that was kind of why they broke up. I guess <laughs> the first time because of like her party girl thing. But I mean, but he was the one who saw through the Juliet scheme. Like he believed in the best of her. Yes, he did, but. He still... I mean, I just don't think that... I know the Dan Judgy thing is a thing, but I don't think... I don't see that when it comes to Serena as much as it does with, like, I mean, everyone not, else. not as much It's as kind of with the life. Before, yeah. yeah, when they were dating, I guess it yeah. did, because it's like, oh, I don't want to go to this party. Uh. But now Dan is that life, too. So I, I think that's kind of gone away. I mean, he still does judge people, but I think he stopped. I mean, that's one thing that it's changed since their last big romance was that he was not a part of this world and he judged her for it or judged her for going to these parties. But now he's there anyway, and I, I don't get the sense that he still is judging them. Now is no, I think he is still I think he's still, yeah. he might be a part of it, but he still judges yeah. them. 
Now, is this a flaw? As okay. a writer, being around someone, they they are going to use those experiences for their stories. Is that a flaw to someone? Is that can I be with this person knowing can you trust them? some of my secrets will come out? Right. Well, I mean, and clearly a lot of them do because he's Gossip Girl. Yeah. But Just in general. I don't know if that's a f- flaw but I mean and that's I mean that's something that's to something grapple with to right about. I mean that's yeah. something Everything my girlfriend would have to grapple yeah. with like the idea that something a conversation we had I like might inspire me and and whatever but I mean I think whenever you put something up there unless it's like this is the the LNA story it's not it's like it's it's a different thing the characters once you put it through that lens okay. yeah, no. are different but I understand completely why that would make people uncomfortable and and I think a good writer, or at least a not a good writer, a nah, what's the word? A sincere, not a sincere someone who like doesn't want to hurt someone. Basically, not the like kind of what Dan did with the Chuck Bass report, where he didn't want to hurt. Yes, but the thing where you like want to come up to the person and be like, "Can this be? Can I have this in the thing? I know this is t- something from you." Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. But I think. You know, you can change it around as much, but that person will still know it's it's about them. Right. So, I mean, it's an interesting thing. I don't, I don't know. I don't think that's a flaw. Cause that's kind of. But it's something they have to do. Right. It is something. You know, um, everything is material. Well, I mean, I would say the, another thing that Dan keeps forgiving, like as a writer, is that she is just tanking his. I mean, he's tanking his career. Let's be honest. But she's. I mean, she's the reason. So, like, it's like if he actually cares about his writing, which clearly he doesn't. But if he did, like, what Serena is not the right, like, because she just doesn't she give just, a shit at all. Care. Yeah, she's, and that's... And if there's one thing that we can say about this Dan and Blair thing, is that, like, or Dan and Blair as, I mean, they have this kind of thin, they're both looking for internships in this episode. They both kind of seem like they want to be someone. They want to be... They have ambition. They do have ambition. And Serena, does she have ambition? No, because I still, we just, she doesn't, she doesn't know need she it. She, not this, she doesn't know what she wants to know who she is yet. Yeah. That's all. Which is fine. Which is fine. It's fine. You know, at, at this age. Uh, but I mean, just got to figure that shit out about more years. We're going to call it in a couple of years. Do we ever figure it out? You got to figure out parts of it. Some parts of it. it. Some of it. Yeah. Some of it so you can keep moving forward. You can only move forward. If you move, Forward always. If you move always backwards, forward. it'll just... You just keep going backwards if you don't forward. Well, I mean, that's what they do because they keep coming back to the Upper East Side and, and so on. Um, but no, I mean, that's, yeah, moving forward is, I mean, it's tough also. But, I mean, I, I agree with that. But, like, I feel like a lot of people know what they want to do, like, um, like, not immediately, but, like, pretty early. Or maybe not a lot. Some people. But- was, that, was that you? Did you know what you always wanted to be? No. I mean, I guess because growing up in L.A. and being kind of a part of it growing up, does that, like, shape what you – or were you like, I'm going to be a doctor? No, no. I wouldn't have to be a doctor. Well, I mean, you know what I meant. Like, <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I wanted – originally, I, w- I wanted to be a sports journalist. Okay, yeah. But that was kind I of where I was at. I didn't enjoy telling other people's stories. Like, I had my own stories to tell. So, it would kind of – like, just reporting got – Right. Kind of boring. Especially when it's very... It's the ego in you. You want to... Yeah, it's just... It's more of like... How do I put myself into it when I'm just kind of reporting on what something else happened? You know, right. that was that was hard for me. 
And it was like if I did put something in there that was that was me, you know, they would take it out because that's not what they wanted. They just wanted to report. Right. They want just the facts yeah. a lot of times with the. Yeah. And yeah, and a part of reporting is obviously not trying to or trying to limit the bias. And not also, that in sports is, is, yeah. is somewhat of a dead medium at this point. So. In a I mean, way, yeah, 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 Prince, I mean, yeah. So as we find out from. New York Times guy. That's the true. I guy. love that Dan switched the envelopes. That was actually kind of smooth of Dan, yeah, right? That was pretty. I love Rufus was, that's my boy. <laughs> that's the first time he's been proud of him for like a few yeah, seasons. Yeah, he hasn't been happy with him. Uh, but, but yeah, I mean, for, yeah. I mean, just getting to the end of this, I think, I feel like they made the, I think Dan made the right decision. I think finally he's not thinking, you know, he's finally thinking with his brain. No, like this, I, I actually kind of like this scene. It was, I mean, they've had these scenes millions of times where it's like, let's take a really break. Like, it, it was similar to the Chuck and Blair one they had yeah. earlier in the season where it's like, okay, this is an actual adult conversation. Yeah. They they basically are saying like, there's something here, but neither of us are ready to right, give it yeah. its all or like, we're just clearly not in the right mind frame. Serena has her shit. Dan, need, basically he needs her too much kind of is, is, and he needs to just be able to separate the two and grow up a little bit and see what he is. Because especially, I mean, he's lost the writing thing, and I think he's mentioned that in the last he's couple lost episodes. Himself. Yeah, he doesn't. He's being torn apart by these two worlds of Brooklyn and the Upper East Side. He doesn't know who he is or where he wants to be because he wanted to be on the Upper East Side because of Serena. And now without that, does he really want to be on the Upper East Side now? You know, but it's like that's his life now. That's where he. That's that's where the family that's is. Where that's his where friends are. Yeah, that's where everything is. That's all he has. And and now that kind of and Blair, does he want Blair? Blair's yeah, there. I like Blair. Is it wrong that I kind of like it too? No. People, no somebody, one likes this. Somebody tweeted it was controversial today. I'm like, not that controversial. Well, no, I mean, I said it was controversial. But, no. like, someone said it wasn't controversial. They just don't have, have chemistry. chemistry. Yeah, I was like, no, I, I think they do. I listen. I think I, they do. Like, I, in that kind of hate each other way. Yeah, that's fun. You know, yeah. I think that's a good way to start. They have a good that. pitter-patter. I mean, Dan, yeah, say what you answer. want, but Dan is kind of fun bantering. And, he, and I mean, Blair always has great banter as well. Yeah. Put it together, it's a different energy than Chuck and Blair where they're just basically dripping sex. And it's a different energy where it's just, you know, Dan's just following Serena. This feels like they're on somewhat of an even level. Right. They're all, And they're on the same kind of path of trying to yeah, figure the ambition, to, figuring out. do something, you know, a powerful woman isn't a job description. Right. Yeah. And I love, um, I, I really like that Dan kind of gave her that, like, he gifted her that description, a dictator of yeah, taste. Yeah, I like that one, yeah. And, I, and it's a great description of her. And also, like, I love that Eleanor recognized, like, oh, who said that? Like, whoever yeah. said that, like, knows you. And, and and that was the glimpse of Dan, like, the writer, right? That's yeah. like, if when you're spinning phrases or saying something eloquent, and that person that's inspiring you to do that, you you chase that as a yeah. you chase that as a person, but as a, a writer, as an artist. I mean, that's what you want is someone who inspires you to that. And and I I kind of yeah I kind of am interested in it, and not just because it's new, because like Lord knows, Gossip Girl needed a new ship or a new yeah. relationship, and not with just bad guest stars. But yeah, no, they haven't. I think I like their energy. No, I don't know. I feel like we're going in a new direction here. Finally. You know? Yeah, and it took like 12 episodes to kind of get there, and we were kind it of dragging. Like three and a half seasons. I guess that's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It did. Yeah. And, and I think it's just that, I, I, it, it just feels like life, where they're just, they're finally growing up. 
You know, they're and, moving on from each other. Well, and I hope they do. And I hope it's not like, okay, we just backslide immediately. I mean, they're gonna, obviously they're gonna, it, I, but it's I Dan, Serena, and Chuck and Blair. We I know that. But I, I think the third time getting back together with someone, because it's what they did the first time and they did a the second time. This would be the third time they got back together. Dan, Serena. Yeah. Right. The third time you're either in or you're out. So and that's what they said. And that's, and I think, I believe that. And they knew, like, if they did the third time now, it wouldn't it work. It wouldn't work, yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, the the other way to think of it, I was like, literally, you can never have a relationship with anyone else, or it's not going to end well that you have this this hanging chat, essentially, like, this, 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 the person. And that's going to be hard, because it's very hard. Well, and it's interesting, because they both have that, Dan and Blair. Like, Blair has yeah. her Chuck, and he has, her, like, Serena, and it's... Those are like the meant to be, and this is kind of the interesting opposite couple. In a weird way, it's not not to go to Dawson's Creek because I think Joey and Pacey's in a different thing, but it's kind of like trying to reverse engineer a couple or, or just just basically go with opposites and see what happens. But I always like when a show defies expectations on like who they think. That's why I love Dawson's Creek because it, it wasn't. The notion of destiny, where it's like, oh, you need we. The, uh, what would Dawson do? Shirt. No, I want the what would Pacey do shirt. I don't want to do what Dawson does. Yeah. It's the. I mean, you need a little bit of Dawson. I, cer- I certainly have a little you know bit what of Dawson. I, like, cry to Savage Garden. Well, I mean, we all we've all been there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he has the best crying face, oh, the worst God. crying face of all time. Um, but I don't know where I was going. But, but no, I hear what you're saying, and like the the these so-called hanging chads. But I think, you know, I think we're, we're everybody, like, she's going to go, you know, she's with Ben. That's going <sighs> to, weird and kind of. That is weird and fucked. Like, yeah. they're going to have, she's going to have a relationship now with the guy that he went to jail to saying that he had a relationship with her when she was under 18. It's again, she's just looking for that father figure and that's, you know, she needs to. That, she's just her. looking for trouble and destruction and just, she loves making mistakes. Just like Lily. They're just too similar. Yeah. They look, they look alike, right? Yeah. <laughs> she, she, did you like her dressing as Lily to get into the bank vault? That was kind of fun. That was good, yeah. I'm sure you loved all the creepy Chuck lines about like, like, I, thanks mom yeah, or like whatever. Chuck. They're like, oh, is it wrong that I like that you're my mom or something? Uh, Chuck. <laughs> but that was, that was like season one, Smarmy Chuck. Like, yeah, it's been a while. Fun. You need that a little bit. Whenever he makes those lines against Serena, they're always just like, uh, creepy, yeah. yeah, creepy. Creepy Chuck, as we call him, creepy Chuck. Creepy Chuck. Creepy that, Chuck. He is that. Um, but yeah, you know, and then and then he's gonna have Raina. Yeah. You know, so I mean, well, no, like I honestly am excited, or yeah, I'm excited to see them grow, like you say, or or while they all are probably gonna go back to who the original one is. They might not be able to do that until they explore or until they yeah, see new people. Gotta, like you don't. N- there are people where you meet your high school sweetheart and that's it. You know, and there's no uncertainty. But oftentimes, and I don't know if this is real life or just TV show, but like oftentimes you need to you know see what else is out there no, before you, you know to. that that other person. You have to. It's uh, it's like trying on pants. Let's <laughs> see which one fits. Yeah. Very romantic. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> Aaron and pants and women. I love it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, let's uh, 
go on the last thing. I think it kind of goes along with what we were talking about a little bit earlier about knowing what you want to do. And that's the Eleanor and Blair stuff. And this was, this was a nice mom episode. I mean, I don't know about Blair nice. Blair was awful. Blair was awful. Eleanor was very understanding considering. And I mean, Serena and Lily had their own problems, but so there's a lot of mom and daughter yeah. stuff in this episode. What do you, yeah. What did you like about or dislike about um, Eleanor and Blair? I didn't, I didn't really like, I disliked Blair. I think she was rude and, well, I mean, she used her mom to yeah. try and get to and uh, Indra. I really like. I liked. I liked Eleanor. I really liked the way she handled it, and I liked her honesty about you know. Uh, I thought your childish games were a phase, but this is who you are. Right. And I think that that hit Blair. She's like, okay, I can't be. She she knows she can't be this person forever. Okay. But she will, <laughs> on the show. On the show, and I know Maybe. she will. Maybe she'll grow up in a different she'll, way. She'll always need that part of herself. Yeah. You need that. You need to be able to see Well, and that part of that is that. what makes her great. It's just, yeah. it's picking and choosing the right time. That's yes, her problem. That's, yeah. I mean, it's what was Jenny's problem, but hers were just even bigger mistakes. Jenny. Uh, but like a, a similar problem, right? Like they just chose the wrong scheme or did the wrong time. Like she, Blair... It's one of these things where Blair can have almost anything happen if she just asks for it or does it the right way. But for some reason, she thinks she needs to do these schemes. Like, she has amazing credentials, amazing name, amazing connections, and money. Like, pretty much that you can just – she can just meet Indra. I mean, we did see that she tried to and it wasn't working. But I – patience. And that's what she doesn't have. 